0: Welcome to JLab, a podcast from the Civic Journalism Lab, a forum for professional, student, and community journalists in the northeast of England to meet, learn, and collaborate. It's supported by Newcastle University and by BBC Northeast and Cumbria. My name is Ian Wiley, and the focus of this podcast episode is the coming together of social media and journalism. And we'll be hearing the thoughts and experiences of Katie Carroll, who's managing editor of the US and UK daily news function at LinkedIn, which has built a massive network of more than 600 million users across more than 200 countries. Social media platforms like Facebook, Twitter and LinkedIn have been a huge disruptor for news organisations. And it's where millions of people now get their fix of daily news. So let's listen to what Katie has to share about how journalists can benefit from social media platforms?
1: Um, So I uh, consider myself both a hack and a hacker. Um, I have sort of a tech startup background in San Francisco um, and have kind of become a journalist on the job in a way. Um, So, you know, I think a lot of the work that we're doing at LinkedIn um, is kind of marrying those two uh, backgrounds and those two worlds. Um, And so I wanted to go through sort of how our team has come about and how content on LinkedIn has kind of evolved. Um, And then also some practical tips for the journalists in the room who are trying to think about how to actually get the most of this platform. Um, So I wanted to start with just a little bit about us. Um, So this is our vision, uh, and it's fairly lofty, create economic opportunity for every member of the global workforce Um, that manifests in a whole bunch of different ways. and it was something. Oops. There you go. Uh, and and the more practical version, I guess, although still quite lofty, is to connect the world's professionals to make them more productive and successful. So you know, it's not necessarily immediately clear how content does or doesn't fit. Um, if you are an, an average LinkedIn member, you know this is essentially what it looks like in terms of how you think of the platform. Um, and about eight or so years ago, um, the leadership within the company thought like content actually makes a lot of sense for each of these things, Um, rather than just sort of coming to LinkedIn, you know, to look for a job or to update your CV, um, you know, you can be engaging with it every day. And, you know, that will help make you more productive and successful. So that's kind of how my team came to be. Um, There are 610 plus million members on LinkedIn currently. um, And there are, you know, hundreds of thousands millions of posts, long-form articles, videos, photos, et cetera, flowing through the feed every day. Um, you know, again, this was not something that was true you know, a decade ago. Um, and it's something that we're continuing to see evolve over time. Um, and it's, it's been a real sort of game changer for the platform and, and what it looks like, especially if you uh, kind of get in the habit of going there regularly. So there are a few different content types um, that you know, we work a lot with and we see a lot of. So obviously video is a big one. Um, and the thing that's interesting about video on LinkedIn is it doesn't need to be a beautiful studio shoot. It can literally be you holding your phone up to your face and just saying what's interesting about whatever story happened that day, um, which Nick Thompson from WIRE does literally every day. Um, you know, it could be a long form article. Um, it can be uh, a post or a photo. Um, Just sharing your perspective really quickly on something happening in your industry or in the world that you want to talk more about. And all of that can, you know, essentially help build your brand um, and get your ideas out there in a variety of ways. So whether you are, you know, a journalist or whether you are just somebody who wants to kind of be more present or or open to career opportunities, um, you know, that level of of consistent activity is going to, uh, you know, kind of help get you in front of the right people. So, you know, my team started about eight years ago, um, and we are, you know, journalists pulled from, you know, Wall Street Journal, Reuters, AP, um, loads of different publications. uh, And I think a lot of people at first are kind of like, all right, what does it actually mean to be an editor on LinkedIn? You know, how is that similar or different to the work that you're doing in a normal newsroom? Um, And there are a few ways that it is. it is different but in in many ways it's very similar so we focus a lot on um you know news and views so we're not necessarily the place that you go to break news although that does happen but we want to be the place where if you want to know what this story means for your industry or uh, you know things happening in the world we can have that and we can gather it so if there's something about uber for example we can have uber drivers and uber executives and uber users All having the same conversation. So a lot of the work that we do is trying to make that happen and bring those people together. So yeah, there are more than 50 of us um, across the globe, Um, some of us focusing sort of on global products, some focusing on particular um, regions or countries or beats. Um, We do a lot of work in daily news which is sort of the world that I'm in. Um, We also have original reporting, we have an initiative called LinkedIn lists which is sort of like the the top companies where people want to work or the top startups, those are two of them. Um, you know, we do a lot with video and more. So our kind of, um, our goals are what we call the three Cs, just create, curate, and cultivate. Um, so again, you know, a lot of that is really trying to find a way to bring uh, conversations together to enable those communities who have things, uh, you know, in common, whether they know it or not, to one place to have rich conversations. So here's some of the work um, that we do. This is a product called The Daily Rundown. You may see this um, in your app. So uh, you get a notification um, every day and it's, it's really it's a, a morning digest um, about whatever is happening in that country. Um, so this you know, started in the US like five years ago kind of as a labor of love. Um, we now have 12 all over the world. Um, and it's been a huge um, sort of push for us as we've really dug in on, on news. Um, as a place to set us apart in terms of the conversations people can have. This is some of the original reporting that our team does. So we have um, editors covering healthcare, finance, technology. Um, We have local editors within particular markets. So it could be anything from, you know, sort of short-form posts uh, with people talking about, you know, a conference they went to, or just gathering some quick reporting on a story. Um, to long-form deep dives, um, which often use LinkedIn data to help tell those stories, to even, like, we just launched a podcast literally this week. Um, So, you know, it kind of runs the gamut, and we're always experimenting with new things to do and new things that we can try. Um, And then the big one, and and this is kind of, I think, where uh, journalists can uh, get a lot of value, um, is what we call storylines. So, basically, this is a module on your desktop or in your app that shows, you know, curated trending topics. So these are all, um, you know, created uh, by our team, um, and we're basically gathering some of those conversations. So journalists have become crucial to the success of storylines. Um, we work very closely with a lot of different newsrooms, um, but basically, you know, journalists are the subject matter experts for whatever their beat is or whatever the story is so you know we get people all the time who are sharing something about a piece that they've written or just weighing in on something that they're an expert on um and that can end up being sort of the the focal point of a storyline so it's great for visibility um, and also you know kind of sets the the um, context for the conversations that people are going to see so That's definitely sort of the key to being successful on LinkedIn as a journalist. Um, You know, we think a lot about conversation, um, and that really is kind of the the thing that sets us apart, is that we can have, you know, really high quality rich conversations with experts in a variety of fields. Um, And so if you're a journalist, uh, you know, thinking about what people are already talking about or how you can fit into those conversations um, is extremely impactful. Um, And so, you know, Share share the pieces that you're writing, um, but add a little bit more. Add your perspective to something. Uh, you know, add a little bit of extra information there. Um, you know, post consistently, and then really, you know, keep keep your eyes on trends. Um, and you can end up building a significant following. So LinkedIn has been uh, become a, a key channel for a lot of business writers and a lot of publishers. Um, so here's some examples of some conversations that uh, journalists have sparked and had. So this was a storyline from a week or so ago. Um, Actually, like you can see, so we put together uh, sort of the top overview of what the the story actually is. Um, And then actually, if it keeps going on down, probably half the the posts in here from journalists who were obsessed with this craft line story. But some really interesting conversations. And then each of those comments on those posts, uh, you know, goes back to the original poster. So you end up having, you know, People really getting involved in whatever the conversation is in those comments, um, and it feeds each other, Um, which, again, all sort of helps with the virality of it anyway. Um, And then, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be jumping on a news story per se, but really keeping your eye on what people do actually want to talk about or are already talking about, Um, you know, I thought this was a great example of. sort of of a journalist kind of taking a look at what people are are gravitating toward in terms of topics and putting that together in an interesting way. And this turned into a really rich conversation. Um, And then also, you know, video obviously is incredibly compelling, does hugely well on the platform uh, and is very easy to just, again, sort of talk to a phone and say, you know, here's what I think about this story. So, the other piece of this, and probably the piece that most of you are more familiar with, is actually making sure your profile is kind of up to par for where uh, you're going to you know, come across as best you can. So, you know, basically make sure it's all filled out. That's sort of the, <laughs> the low hanging fruit of it. Um, but, you know, it, it can be especially valuable for people who are coming across your profile um, as you are having conversations on the site. It's also helpful if you are sending an email to somebody for potential sourcing, um, which is obviously the other piece of this that we we see a lot of. There are loads of stories that journalists have looked on the platform and and, um, gotten in touch with people who could be sources and things like that. Um, So all of that does kind of help to have a profile that looks properly filled out. but that, so that's really it. That's a very quick overview, obviously. But, um, you know, we are working more and more with journalists here in the UK. Um, the Storylines product launched here a couple weeks ago. Um, and, you know, we really want to work with people. We want to work with newsrooms. Um, you know, and we really want it to be a harmonious relationship. Um, you know, we're seeing uh, referral traffic uh, to publishers rise as a lot of this stuff happens and as members get more engaged. Um, So, you know, this is definitely a a friend, not a foe-type situation. Um, We want it to be a rewarding experience for uh, publishers
0: and journalists as well. So, yeah, that's it. You've been listening to JLab, a podcast brought to you by the Civic Journalism Lab in association with Newcastle University and BBC Northeastern Cumbria. I'm Ian Wiley. Thanks for listening.